Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. Now, welcome to the Chef's Meal. My name is Casey. My name is Sean, and we're two chefs, and we talk about our lives one finished plate at a time. Now, we talk about whatever and ever and everything else in between. Sean, today, um, we're going to do a slightly special episode. This one um, kind of hits it hits home for me, too, because he's one of the greatest, in my opinion. Um, it was because when I was growing up, Jordan stopped playing. When, when was his last game? 90, uh, well, 99. When he retired the second time, it was summer of 99. Right, 99, right? That was the, that was the yeah. second time. But like the generation that I grew up with, our Michael Jordan was Kobe Bryant. And yeah, this one's undeniable. dedicated, this one's dedicated to the homie. And, um, yo, I, it was, I was, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a joke kind of. And I'm like, nobody jokes in the NBA like that, you know? And, yeah. and he, he tragically passed away, uh, in, um, in an airplane crash, uh, not airplane, uh, a helicopter crash. And, um, I just kind of wanted to bring up some of the stats because this is, no, nobody really looks at this too much. Um, unless you're really into it. And two, yeah. if you're like one of the analytics on the, on the table. You know, if you're talking about it, but Sean, what what are your uh, what are your feelings about about Kobe? Yeah, I mean, I'm conflicted about you know Kobe Bryant. Um, I guess I'm a little bit older than you. I think I got you by like uh, three years, four mm-hmm. years. So you know that four years is just enough for me to kind of feel like, as far as basketball was concerned, like Michael Jordan is my guy. You know, yeah, yeah. like they're. I would say like three, three, my three favorite players of all times, uh, Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, LeBron James. And, um, you know, but that through that through line is, is Kobe Bryant, you know, um, clearly he, you know, grew up adding in his game after what Michael Jordan had done. I Mm. mean, you could, he walked like him. He answered questions like him. He he used his same moves. I, it's uncanny, you know, um, to see how much someone who was successful clearly patterned their success after someone else and pulled it off. Yeah, you know, when Michael Jordan was in the league, he was a revolution and a revelation in, ter- in terms of uh, physicality he played with, um, the tenacity he played with, mm-hmm. and. Um, the importance to the NBA when they were kind of stepping out and um, becoming more mainstream. Like when yeah. the NBA first was around, they weren't on TV. The games were tape delayed. And right as like the NBA kind of hit cable TV, you know, there was mm-hmm. Jordan. And, you know, he made the game fun. He made it exciting. You know, when he was at his peak. You didn't think that dude could miss. And yeah. when he retired, the first two times, you know, the NBA was desperate to find people who could replace that. You know, they dubbed people the next Michael Jordan. It never worked out. You know, shout yeah. out to Harold Miner. You know, shout out to Jerry Stackhouse. Shout out to Grant Hill and Stackhouse. Penny Hathaway and all these guys who were 
roughly the same size of similar athleticism, you know, who had cool names and cool stories, but just when it came down to it, they couldn't be what Michael Jordan was. They were good mm. in their own right, but they couldn't be that. And no, no, um, Kobe, you know, um, came to the league and said to himself and to anyone who would listen, like, no, I'm next. Yeah. You know, and again, from from damn near day one, um, he was out to show everyone that, you know, he should be considered one of the best players of all time. And um, I'm like kind of choking up. Uh, no, no, I'm like, with you. Like the you dude know, he, is... The dude, he, he, he pulled off. You know, um, you know, some of that is to the detriment of uh, many relationships. You know, he, he had as a basketball player and some of them off the court, you know, and that's why I seem, like really conflicted about him because, you know, Kobe Bryant, um, the basketball player, you know, is a measurement of success. Um, yeah. We can talk about his stats and we will, but, you know, over the course of his uh, 20 year NBA career, the dude went to the finals seven times, you know, he won mm. five championships. He won five of them. Two Olympics, you know, he got two finals MVPs. He had the league in scoring, you know, he willed um, otherwise underperforming um, Lakers teams to, to, to relevance and promise. And again, he did it in the Mike Jordan style, which is to be ruthless and yeah. to kind of prioritize himself. Um, like I said, sometimes detriment to his relationships over the team. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I was growing up, that wasn't the way that I played. Again, that's why I kind of like um, LeBron James now. I mean, LeBron James is, he's a great scorer. He's yeah. a, but he's a great facilitator and he always tries to be a really good teammate. You know, like uh-huh. he generally makes the best basketball decision, which might mean that, you know, that shot at the end of the game doesn't necessarily have to be his. I mean, he'll yeah. take it if he's got to, but if the pass is a better pass, he he's will gonna pass. make it. And, you know, Kobe Bryant, for all intents and purposes, is like, he's like a, well, the basketball player. You know, he was like a mm. gunslinger, but he was damn good at it, you know? Yeah. I mean, Kobe Bryant is the personification of driving into traffic, shooting a contested fallaway three over four defenders. Like, everything in the world would tell you mm. that's a bad shot to take. But Kobe but he Bryant would take it. was so dedicated at being that guy. Or fulfilling that archetype, that it was a good shot for him, mm-hmm. you know. And because like like you and I played, right? And there's times when there's there's different rules to different um, situations. I was more considered. I, I played two three, so I was actually the same position as Kobe, but he's six six. That's <laughs> that's the main difference. <laughs> I'm six foot, so I can't even. Um, I I can't get to the same. Um, the <laughs> six six for crying out loud, um, but I I I played mostly in the third and fourth uh, quarter specifically for free throws. I had I, I was eighty seven percent free throw. Um, it, it just uh, the the coach wrote for me um, plays so I can get fouled specifically. Sure. 
because he knows my average on a free throw line is higher than everybody on the court. So there's different purposes, right? Kobe is in the same way, just like Michael was, at the end of final four minutes, and it doesn't even matter how long he played in, in a game, whether it be uh, 20 minutes, 35 minutes, you give the ball to that guy. He has that one sure. specific purpose. So that's what Kobe was for for a lot, a lot of folks. Yeah, and, and that's the thing about, you know, again, Kobe Bryant, like that, that confidence, that that skill, you know, that though that decision making, even though it's on the surface level, you know, selfish or you know, what might be considered bad play, like he he did it and he did it consistently. And mm-hmm. you know, that's what makes Kobe Bryant again for a, a lot of the current players like their favorite player. Because yeah. like the current play like generally current players are your age or younger. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, they grew up thinking, knowing that Kobe Bryant was that guy. You know, when you're alone on a basketball court and you're practicing a spinning fadeaway jump shot, you shout Kobe's name. You know, it's only me, Kobe's name. Nobody shouts Jordan. Be, you know, I want. It's be, Kobe. I want to be like Mike. You know, in my head, when I'm, you know, counting down from ten and trying to find a shot. You know, I'm thinking Michael Jordan, but mm. you know, for a lot of people, it's Kobe. Thinking Kobe. You know, and like I said, you can't separate that drive and commitment to wanting to be that guy, you mm-hmm. know, and, and pulling it off in ways that a lot of people thought that they should and thought yeah. that they could, but ultimately could, you know. The I man is amazing. That he was able to be um, a more considerate team because I think you know, at least as far as the success of the Lakers is concerned, that he and Shaq should have never broke up. Yeah. Like, the combination of Kobe brought and Shaq's physicality and dominance should have meant that they would have won five championships in a row. Oh, and after going to the finals four times with that combination and, you know, winning three times, their personalities pulled them apart. Yeah. You know, it's it's two strong A's, you know, and, and personality types, sure. and that's what it was. Sure, you know, and I think other teams, you know, post Kobe and Shaq have kind of proven that, like, yeah, you can have A-type personalities and, you know, combine to do some amazing things. I mean, you have the success of uh, Miami in the early 2010s and mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors you know, the last couple of years to kind of show that, you know, collaboration with high skilled players is definitely possible. And, you know, when it's clicking, there's nothing that can stop it. Yeah. You know, they had a good, they had a good, um, they had a good formula for success. Let's just say all their, their, their team aligned pretty damn good. Uh, that's why they won five championships, you know, much like because the, the conversation is always Jordan, Kobe, right? Do, to yeah. the to two of the most leading uh, people to ever play the game, uh, always sure. get compared. And I'll get into the stats a little bit and, and I'll blow it up just so we can see it. But like mm-hmm. if we're just talking pure stats, there's one that they always strive to be. And that's Abdul Jabbar. Right. Yeah. The dude, Top the dude put down 
top scorer of all time. But if you look, and here's where my 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 only two cents is, right? Kobe played just 1,300 games. Sure. At 33,000 points. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah, you know. Abdul-Jabbar at 15. Hundred games, just about you know fifteen, sixty games at thirty eight thousand. If Kobe right. decided to stay, just projection wise, another, I don't know, I want to say four or five years, blow up Kareem in a sec. Yeah, I mean that's the thing to consider too. Is like how Kobe Bryant's career. He would have, I think, his personality would have meant if he wasn't um, compromised by significant injuries at the end of his career, he would have mm-hmm. been, tried to figure out how to play and to be a savvy scorer to kind of get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's third all time, you know, passing third all time. Jordan. Oh, well now he's, now he's fourth. Cause LeBron, well, LeBron him. just passed him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or, you know, this past Saturday and Kobe Bryant passed this past Sunday, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm sure to him being Michael Jordan, was one of his ambitions, you know, he yeah. wanted to get Michael Jordan has six rings. He has five. He, I'm, I'm sure he would have wanted desperately to pick up that sixth or seventh championship and be a significant contributor to that success because mm-hmm. that's the type of guy that he was. I mean, you know, Kobe Bryant, he um, nicknamed himself the black Mamba. Which is, again, when I was kind of talking this over with my wife, and it kind of shows you his personality, too, which is, you know, he wanted to be personified by this silky, uh, you know, singular viper, you know, that like slithers through the grass and kind of yeah. spring up and just snatches life and essence from you. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. just want to win. He just wanted to cut your throat and dominate. But also, you know, he didn't choose to be a part of a wolf pack, you know, he wanted to do it. Yeah. He, he was like, the guy. You know, he was the guy. He right. was the pinch player. By right. himself, he was right. straight up Hunting by himself was the best way for him to achieve his goal. And again, I think that indicates a lot about who he, who he was and who he wanted to be on the basketball court, you know, and um, it kind of stands in contrast to whom he was, trying to change himself to with his um in in his post-retirement i mean i can't talk about Kobe bryant you know without mentioning you know his um his 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 trial and um the allegations of you know sexual assault because that's Mm -hmm. a very 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 real part of you know um you know his life and his basketball career and relationships. That was early 2000s, so, right? If I remember correctly? Yeah, it was. It's like yeah, 05 or something? It was, and that was kind of part of the reason why, like, you know, the Shaq and Kobe uh, Lakers broke up as well, you know, because he was um, accused of, uh, of, of rape and, hmm. you know, subsequently settled out of court with um, his accuser, um, you know, so to me, it's like you can't, you cannot not talk about mm. uh, that. You know, this is again, this is a, you know, if the allegations were true, and you know, it's a significant trespass against someone's, you know, liberty and freedom, and an incredibly destructive act. And again, you can't not talk about that. Um, yeah. I mean, my my opinion is personally, 
if knowing the competitor that Kobe Bryant seemed to be, if he was not guilty of that, I think he would have tried to fight vehemently. Yeah. You know, to defend his name and, you know, his reputation and um uh settling to me would indicate a little something. something. It's I mean, it's like something else. That's what I thought too. Right. It's just like it's, just, it's just like a slight cop out. Yeah, man. I mean, and again, you can't not talk, you can't not talk about that. Yeah. Said so this is not, um, you know, to demean the demean the guy, but it's crazy to me. It's crazy, man. Like it's crazy but it it's it's a part of his story it's a part of his his legacy you mm-hmm. know for something that a lot of people want to talk about legacy um and you know you know your life is the the mark of your successes and failures and hopefully you know with your failures you're able to you know have some um redemption and retribution you know and hopefully your failures if whatever they happen be don't trespass against other people and yeah this was a very significant failure um that you know potentially did you know it it definitely potentially did but to kind of circle back to you know kobe bryant you know what he was kind of trying to do um with his post career is um open up a media company he was Mm -hmm. doing um uh, pod, you know, uh, doing podcasts and doing television shows, you know, uh, based upon his uh, extensive basketball knowledge. He was recording children's podcasts. And mm-hmm. the one thing he had kind of started as well was a basketball academy called um, the Mamba Academy. Um, it was in California. You know, it was a basketball skills academy and um, an AAU um, program and one in which his um, his daughter uh, Gianna, you know, was playing for. He attended, and yeah. um, you know, um, Gianna was definitely becoming a, a star in her own right. Mm-hmm. Thirteen years old, you know, um, one of the you know top girls of basketball recruits. You know, making yeah. her way into high school very soon. You know, she'd also been so good that um, she'd had a verbal uh, commitment to the University of um, UConn basketball. Yeah, that's insane, She's, dude. Uh, UConn's right, like the top, dude. Yeah, top, you know, women's uh, in terms of collegiate basketball, one of the top programs up there with Tennessee in terms of success, you know, over the last, uh, you know, 40 years or so. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he had that academy set up and their AAU team would play teams all through the state and around the country and um you know on sunday morning and uh, travel to the facility you know mm-hmm. uh, kobe bryant's personal helicopter you know had a mechanical failure and yeah crashed and you know in the in the crash he lost his life and so did his daughter as well as the other passengers on mm-hmm. the plane it's Their unfortunate family. man yeah it's just crazy man you know you know when I think about that and my own you know the arc of my basketball experience man on the weekends is when I would travel with my dad you know when he yeah. coached our team or when he coached other teams or when he was um 
just supporting, you know, you know, my games or, you know, or even for my sister who, you know, played some other sports and did dance, you know, the weekends is when you got those things done and, you know, it wouldn't have been unlikely for my dad to be carding, you know, myself and my teammates or their parents yeah. around in our cars um, to get it, you know, to, to get things done. So um, it, it's, it's, it really sucks. It that, does suck. All those people, you know, lost their life um, in that way. And I know it was a helicopter and, you know, there's a measure of extravagance and danger that comes with traveling in that mm-hmm. fashion. But, you know, they're just making moves based on their um, economic <laughs> uh, strength. They had it. They had the means for you it. Know, so they just kind of went for it, you know? If you got the means and you want to beat L.A. traffic and being out to L.A. a few times, that traffic is very, very real. That traffic is insane. Um, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Um, I totally understand why they were. he would fly a helicopter, you know? And when one interview I was watching, he said specifically he did it because you know, as an NBA player and all the preparation that was required for that, you know, all he wanted to do in his spare time would be to be with his kids. And he yeah. found that traveling from the practice facility back out to where his kids were living or where they had their school related functions or, you know, extracurricular functions always get stuck in traffic. So yeah. he started taking helicopters to cut down his hour commute time mm-hmm. to 20 minutes 15 minutes and yeah it was expensive but look it's just when you don't get time with your kids or with your family it becomes even more valuable to spend the time you can and if you yeah. got millions of dollars from being one of the top basketball players of all time, i think you have the means to you would spend it yeah i'd know? spend it Are you crazy you'd spend it like i do the same you, thing you try to figure it out like you know, something that I consider every day is like, you know, how and the, the way I work, I spend a lot of time just traveling back and forth to work. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've got a wife and a daughter and nothing is more important than, to me than spending the time that I can with them. So yeah. I totally, I totally get it. And, you know, unfortunately, those means, you know, meant that he had a helicopter and all that time that he was saving, you know, ultimately kind of gets lost forever because that helicopter crashed. And, yeah. you know, um, the potential, again, I'm saying, you know, people talk about legacy in basketball. I mean, personally, I think your legacy is how you shape the success of the people that are around you, mm-hmm. you know? And everybody want to be no, Kobe. There's no success you could have more than the success of your family. And, you know, unfortunately, um, Kobe Bryant's work um, will be hopefully leave behind um, the financial resources to mm-hmm. keep the remaining parts of his immediate family secure for a very, very long time. But obviously, you know, they would love to have their dad and their sister yeah. with them every day over all that stuff. So, you know, those are kind of some of my thoughts on Kobe Bryant. Again, um, a great player, you know, one of the top shooting guards of all time, you know, depending on, I feel like when you grew up and what you prioritize, he's one of the top 10 players of all time. He's top five for me, man. Personally, personally not in my top 10. I know, again, this is just me. And I find 
interesting or prioritized as far as basketball players. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's definitely one of the top 10 video game basketball <laughs> <laughs> players of all time. I mean, I, I can tell you, despite um, being a Blazers fan, when I played 2K during his run, I was playing with Lakers. You know, mm. you want to turn take turn around uh, shots with Kobe Bryant and feel like you're damn near Superman on the court. Like you play with Kobe. Yeah, man. You know? And you know, part of Kobe's legacy is, um, you know, um, I feel like everyone I hear it online. It's like. When you got a piece of paper, you're throwing it in the garbage, take a weird turnaround shot, you shout Kobe, and you feel like it's going in. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's most of the times it is. Like eight shot. times out of 10, man. Right. You take a bad shot, but you practice that bad shot, it becomes a good shot. I think that's the legacy of Kobe Bryant is, you know, um, be prepared. Be prepared to take and make great action in the face of adversity. You know, if you put in the work, generally the work should turn into good, you know, a fruitful reward. You know, that's that's, that's, that's how I feel about Kobe. How about you? Let's get into, um, I just want to get into a little bit of stats um, as we're kind of talking about the last um, the last few minutes here. Kobe, he came into the game 97, 96, 97 okay. season. He was 18. He was what 18. were you doing? What were you doing when you were 18, Sean? Not in the uh, NBA. I'll tell you I right was, now. That was my first year of college. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wasn't even thinking of the NBA, dude. Yeah, quick story about Kobe. And, you know, again, him being so singularly focused on his success. Uh, it was a top draft pick, and it looked mm-hmm. like that the Charlotte Hornets were going to pick him up. So pretty much during all his pre-draft workouts, he was telling every team, do not pick me. Don't pick yeah. me. If you pick me, if you're not the Lakers, I'm going to go play overseas. I don't care. <laughs> don't pick me. Yeah. So teams that had higher picks in that draft were just like, well, what do we do? The kid is good, but he's saying he won't come play for us. So yeah, maybe he just wants the Lakers, take- man the safer pick and go with someone else. And, you know, if you look at that year's draft, there's a few players, I mean, it was a really, really good draft, but there's a quite a few players that you're looking at and you're just like, who is this guy? Like when you think of like <laughs> Hall of Fame guys, they're just like, who is he? And why did these other teams take Kobe Bryant? But that's part of the thing. It's like, he was so in control of his, destiny you know at least he was trying to arc his destiny that he knew that for him to be the star that he knew he was going to be he had to be playing for one of the top franchises yeah and at that time you know he wanted to get out to the lakers and he pulled it off again he did. it's something that's unprecedented now you know but kobe Bryant, you know did it he did it it's um it's an annoying Looking at his stats now, it's really annoying. Um, only because one, he's six six as a small uh, as a shooting guard, small forward, and so in his in his uh, in his breakout game, let's just say, uh, he to- he played total of uh, seventy one games that year. Uh, just averaged over like seven um, points a game. Seven points a game, and that's it. Right, nothing too crazy. Not even any blocks. I mean, coming off the bench behind Eddie Jones that year. And mm. the thing about Kobe was, like, he was pretty much the same player 
that he would become later. He had the same uh I was to me again, it's not slander, but poor poor shooting choices. <laughs> but you know, it was just a bit unproven. I mean he was still you know, seventeen, eighteen years old and he was coming to his own men. But he had the confidence to take these shots and famously in a game against Utah, he shot four air balls and he just kept on like he kept shooting and like anyone else would be like Oh, nah, dude, don't I give me the ball. <laughs> but he was just like, look, like, yeah, I shot the air balls and I'm going to get in the gym and I'm going to work on my game. That never happens. He's like, the way I feel right now, the way my teammates feel about me right now, it'll never happen again. Mm-hmm. And you can see it immediately. It's like he, he doubles it next year. He doubles his point per game to 15. Mm-hmm. That's that's you amazing know? to double your to double your points uh, in itself. Right, and in three more years, he doubles it again to 20. He goes yeah. from 15 points a game to 28 game, like 28 yeah. per game. It's pretty That's insane. Great. Like, it's crazy. You and know, in like, minutes per game, just averaging at 36. Uh, that's yeah. pretty standard for most everybody, but on some of the games, like um, like in 2000, where he averages just about 40 minutes per game. 40 minutes per game. It's like nowadays, you know, um, sports fans would have like the top guys generally playing under 36 minutes a game. Mm. I think James Harden is that high right now. Um, but, you know, now these guys, that they have to rest and recover. So maybe have to every game off here and try to keep their minutes on. If you could, you'd be under 30 minutes a game. But you can see it like Kobe Bryant um, through his prime is not averaging less than 36 minutes a game. And I'm looking at his top scoring right now. It looks like in 2005. Yeah, I remember that year. That was his one of his MVP years. Mm-hmm. He was having 35 points a game. That's insane. 35 points a game, and he was not shooting a lot of threes. He was only taking six threes a game. So mm-hmm. That's how, like nowadays, all the t- t- Steph Curry shoots 50 threes a game. It's just yeah. different. Scores. It's a different game points. altogether, though. You know, let's say. Yeah. It's insane just it, it, as a shooting guard perspective looking at the stats. This dude wanted the ball. He's like wherever he want he wherever he was, give me the ball. Like literally give me the ball. I will shoot yeah. the damn ball right now. 27 shots a game by himself. That's 27 shots just hit. Yeah. And still hitting 50% of almost 50%. So again, That's what I'm like, saying, dude, it's like no matter you just give it to him. That this is a bad shot. Like if, <laughs> but he was making them, you know, and on that team in particular, I remember like his teams were not good, you know, he was getting more attention from the defense, but he was still finding a way to score and yeah. score efficiently. All things considered, score his effective field goal percentage, which, as far as the fans stance are concerned, like that rolls in your um um your free throw attempts and mm-hmm. you know the points you're making off that his effective field goal percentage that year 49 percent. i mean yeah. that pretty means like if he took a shot he took two shots one of them was going in he was always mm-hmm. making points and that's crazy like guys who are up that high are generally like centers who are close mm-hmm. to the basket but Kobe is dribbling and beating <laughs> his guy he was and getting small forward and triple teamed and not passing. Yeah. <laughs> small forward. Small forward shooting right. guard, man. That's insane. But here's where I kind of want to focus because this is this sure. is what I did for the majority of my college career, right? Um, in basketball, I was I was a free throw pinch uh, hitter, third quarter, fourth quarter, 
I played, I don't know, maybe 22 minutes average uh, during those times, uh, really just slow. But the the coach would write um, plays so I can get fouled. Um, and I would, I would, I, my life was on a free throw. Like I, I averaged 12, 12 to 15 points per game just on a free throw line in itself. Um, but just looking at his stats, this is, this is without him trying to be that pinch hitter. He would just do it, just whatever his game was. And he's still at average, uh, 83% free throw percentage. Like that's, that's just, that's just his game. Like the dude can shoot. The dude can shoot. I think the the only one higher is um what's his face? Um other dude, long hair, white guy. <laughs> uh Nash. Nash is at a higher percentage. Yeah. Nash um, had a really high career free throw percentage. I feel like Reggie Miller is up there. Reggie might have been like, yeah, Reggie might have been yeah, high. But like but just in terms of free throw. Reggie, Right, and you gotta you know think about load. It's like yeah, those guys might have shot higher free throw percentages, but they weren't shooting as much as Kobe was. Yeah, I'm looking at that that MVP year, and he was getting to the line ten, like taking ten free throws a game mm-hmm. and hitting eight point seven of them. So again, he yeah. was automatic, automatic. Like you, you, yeah, you know, those such a high percentage. Bad shots, at least bad shots to me. Even if they weren't going in, man, he was getting the attention and getting fouled and making points. And mm-hmm. yeah, man, it's, it's Kobe Bryant. It's Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. And uh, we can get into a lot of the other stats, but like uh, the last kind of stats I kind of want to get into, and you can pick and choose uh, a lot of what sure. Kobe did here. But the the only thing that literally interests me is the free throw percentage because that's what I did as my game uh, in college. I was a shooting guard myself, uh, not not big enough for a small forward. Um, they mostly used me, um, like I said, uh, third or fourth quarter, and I was the tiniest guy in the court. I was six foot. Everybody else average was six three. Like that. <laughs> our our point guard, he was six four. Six four, Sean. The dude was like that much higher than I was. Um and he was point, but the dude had handles to no end. But it like again, uh different different game for everyone else. But but the last stats I kinda wanna get into, um and this is why Kobe kinda is one of the best. Right? Uh, his name right next to Michael Jordan's, and uh, let's just uh, let's just pick out the games per played. Kobe at thirteen forty six games before yeah. he finally retired at thirty three thousand, and Michael yeah. Jordan at a thousand seventy two. And that, this is why Jordan, right. in my opinion, is like the best because he yeah. had the lowest average games played with the highest amount of percentage of points. Of points. Yeah. And you cannot, you can't deny it. This is just pure statistic. Right. This is just looking at the numbers. Uh, this is without even having to look at the TV, watching the guy play. Uh, but Kobe's right up there with him, man. Field goal percentage, uh, just five, uh, five percent away from Jordan's. Uh, his threes, now I, he took way more threes yeah, than Jordan did. More. But again, that was just part of the league is, mm-hmm. you know, the three point line was really new to the game when Michael yeah. started playing and, the offenses weren't designed around taking three pointers like that. Like even if you yep. look at right right below Michael Jordan is Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. And look at how many threes Dirk and Kobe shot. They took a lot, man. The same time. It's the, the same game. It's the same game. Yeah, same thing. 
you know, you think of Dirk as one of the top three point shooters of all time, and mm-hmm. even he only hit a hundred more threes than Kobe, and he only took yeah. eighty less threes than Kobe. So yeah, it's just a different game. You know, even LeBron James, roughly in the same category. It is Kobe in the same is category. Like guys shoot threes. I mean, and um, we'll see when uh, Steph Curry eventually makes his way up this list. How many threes get he took there. over his career? Him, yeah, just a different. The dude you know, only takes threes. So it's yeah, like a different, same, the same ball, probably like three thousand. But uh, the game is played differently now, you know. A lot differently. Um, a couple more stats as we kind of going about uh, free throw percentage is what I'm really. This is this is just insane to me, man. Eighty three percent. Dirk at uh, just about ninety, and this is what I hovered closely to, but I I barely scored anything in college. But you know, I took so. Uh, my points per game per average was so low that my freezer percentage was so high because of it. You know, these guys are playing God, 15,000 or, uh, 1500 games. Uh, I played, I don't know, 52 games, I think <laughs> overall, you know what I'm saying? So like, it doesn't even compare, sure. uh, to what this is. Um, but man, Kobe, rest in peace, homie, uh, black mama forever. And I'm pretty sure everybody's going to start rocking. The, the number 24 jersey or the number eight as is, uh, as is prior. Um, the dude was amazing. Um, I, I think he, he beat his, not necessarily mentor, but he beat his idol. What he yeah. looked up to. Kobe Bryant, I will forgive you for, uh, taking away Allen Ives' one shot at the championship <laughs> and also busting yeah. my Blazers ass in the playoffs. Mm. Thanks, sir. You are great, but. Thanks, man. Five time. You could let's get one, man. Like, just one. (laughs) Five time champion. Uh, Must like Jordan six. Uh, Literally, it's almost spitting image of what Jordan is. Uh, It's insane how Kobe is. And it's just, um, it's just unfortunate that he was taken away from us at an early age. Cause Jordan's still alive, but nobody really talks about Jordan that much. You know, just uh, uh, his legacy, but Kobe, Kobe, LeBron, everybody else kind of up there. Uh, I'm interested though on what LeBron's going to do at 1200 games. Granted, he's what 35 now, LeBron, right? Ish, yeah, just yeah, in, in 35, 36. And not. Let's say he has what yeah. two or three more years, right? I That's feel roughly like LeBron is going to play like if he if his body will allow him, he's going to try to play until his son is. Eligible to be in the NBA, so that's four. Yeah, yeah. it it just depends. It just depends if his body would quit on him eventually, and if his game would change. But if he's projecting the same amount of numbers, he will blow out um, Carl uh, on the number two spot on all-time scoring list. But I don't think he will go over Kareem's. Kareem's is pretty insane. But other than that, uh, not too crazy on the. Um, on, on a special episode, I'll make sure that this gets live today. But other than that, guys, um, peace out. Yeah, peace, peace out, internet. Rest in peace, Mamba. Rest in peace, G. Rest in peace to the Antilles, um, and to everyone who was personally and spiritually affected um, by the news and the uh, passing of Kobe Bryant's death. Yeah. Um, won't be forgotten. Will not be forgotten. The impact on the game and um, and culture is undeniable. 
and I think will stand as a inflection point or a reflection point for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I only have two jerseys that I've ever owned in basketball. I have uh, Larry Bird's 33 jersey because he's my he's my all-time favorite, and uh, <clears throat> I had a Nas jersey at one point. I could see that because free throws. That. You know, just it's it's yeah. for it's for the free throws. I live for the free throws. But other than that, uh, we out. <laughs>